Hello there, and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And boy howdy, did we have something of an episode <laughs> last time. Not only did we uh, see the advent of bugs, uh, we've been waiting for, but uh, two tunes, reckless as they are, got, stepped got through ang- the portal got ang- into our world. Honestly, they got ang- closed behind them. They were in our world for... Well, we can only assume to be a couple of weeks yeah. between the dates of the 23rd of July, 1938, and at the earliest, the 6th of August, I wonder what they made of it. I don't know. But they were scared, the, the big thing that we weren't expecting is that it had... It resulted in what we can only see as a devastating acceleration of uh, military action in Europe. Yeah. At a time when it was already dangerously unstable. Well, was it? It, it, it like like thing, things were things were brewing in such a way that it just took one match to set the whole thing off, and I think they might have. And been I don't the think. Match. Well, I don't know that they have set it off, but there definitely was a burst yeah. of accelerated preparations for war. Um, what'll be interesting to see is if just before the declaration of war, if there is. Another, Another tune escape. Tune escape. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But it certainly has a think, greater effect on our world. I think this is going to have to start become more of a thing where we check back, uh, like how what what's happening in the tune world and actually what's happening in our world uh, on a more day to day basis. Well, I think especially any any event that crosses that threshold. Yeah, we need to see if that has because we didn't we didn't effect. check when that guy got shot. No. no. We, did, we didn't check to see if... Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that, for all intents and purposes, happened in their world. Because he crossed the barrier and got shot in well, their world. Well, he crossed the barrier, but he's still in the front row of the theatre. Like, when we can see the silhouettes on the screen, yeah. I'm imagining them being in both worlds at once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like, like the, the, the cross Like, I think the when the feature ends, that threshold pulls back. Yeah, and that's it. And I imagine they've got... They can, like... I imagine the... The body, as it were, would probably remain on our side. I'd have thought so. So possibly if we look back Shall we news... see what episode that was and look up if there was a theatre shooting? Yeah. On that day? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. No, let's do that. I like that idea. I can see nothing conclusive at all. But it's very difficult to get at stuff that wasn't considered of historical significance. So yes. if anybody like knows where... You know, in films where someone goes to a big old archive, <laughs> scrolls through newspaper, reel after reel. Yeah. If anyone can do that for us, because I don't think the the local well, library. Tra- yeah, I don't think the Reading Library is going to cut it. Nah. They do have that scrolly newspaper thing, though. Yeah, but they don't not have for American, every single place. Yeah, uh, yeah and like American papers from nineteen thirty. But if anybody, if anybody knows, you know. Anywhere we can look through some like newspaper archives easily, or especially if we can search, like you know, digitally search newspaper yeah, archives for certain yeah, that'd things, be helpful. that'd be great because I it, like it would be like fucking incredible 
If, yeah. if, there, if there was man found shot dead in movie, movie theater January first, nineteen thirty-eight, by unknown assailant. By unknown assailant. Some people say it might have been a cartoon character. I don't think anyone would say that, but I, I would say if, that if that were a thing, I'm saying it now. Well, I'm thinking anybody who did say that probably ended up in an asylum somewhere because there was other people in that theater. We can take this show on the road, Cal. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, what we're we doing? We've got nowhere to it's go. It's a nice yet. day outside. We're, let's you get hate, our hats. It's baking hot outside. Oh, it's, it's horrible, but if we go somewhere else, it might be nicer. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we're going to have to leave that by the wayside for now. I think so. Uh, and take a little trip back to uh, 1927 in the Tooniverse. Um, with the follow up to Porky's Garden. Our first official sequel, I think. Our first official sequel. So uh, you're looking for Porky's Sp- Spring Planting, July 25th, 1938. Watch along. Okay, so we don't know exactly when this episode was compared to Porky's Garden. No, there's no date mentioned in it. Um, The human neighbour is gone by the looks of things. We assume so. He's not... He doesn't crop up. Doesn't get mentioned, doesn't get seen. But the chickens are still there. Yeah. Still terrorising Porky's Garden. Yeah. (laughs) Still munching it But there's one chicken who's definitely in charge now. Yeah. And I've got to believe that that is a little friend from before in Porky's Garden who went sentient got bullied turned sentient ate some spinach got, got massive strong. yeah that, that seems to make sense um yeah it's interesting that human doesn't seem to be there anymore but I don't know where where that can put this episode but I was hoping it would answer more yeah I was I was kind of hoping that it was going to mention at least a date so we could go right okay it was at this point it was a few years later uh, but it didn't seem to say anything. No. So and no. chickens grow up real fast. Yeah. And like. Yeah. And as long as it's at least ten weeks after, it could be anything. Yeah. But he's planting again. Like, so I, I've got to presume it's a, a, a year-ish, right? I guess so. I mean, it, I suppose it depends what sort of climate they've got. Cause, you know, we can't assume that they have a similar season. Yeah, and I guess some things just aren't that seasonal. Like, no. Some things you can just grow. Yeah, I mean, like in certain parts of America, there's you know you can grow probably all year round. I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't know. Most of it. I really hope that would answer more. The big the, the chickens. You know, I'm saying they don't like spinach though. And spinach is what got that other chicken to big and yeah, strong. Yeah, we the lead t- chicken. So I reckon point. he's been telling them, "Don't do it. Don't don't eat spinach." Yeah, it's not good. For I him. think he wants to maintain his position of power. Yeah, well, I mean, you would. Oh yeah, you get you get you get into that position. If you're the first you're the first one out of the group to go sentient, you're going to want to try and maintain that that level, aren't you? Yeah. So it like it, it you know it it raised some sort of interesting issues on like the social politics of turning like having that X Men yes, moment. Yeah, yeah. But um, it didn't give us much insight otherwise. No. And it then was you quite his, an isolated episode. Then you had his dog, his dog, another dog there, his dog. Um, he didn't speak, but he had a lot of like internal thoughts, thoughts yeah. uh, that seemed pretty anti 
what we've seen in 1937, 1938, mm. like the pretty heavily socialist um, way of way of living. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't seem to want to get involved in that. No, a- apart from the fact he wanted his social security to come through. Yeah, like I think he. Yeah, because so he's he, definitely torn on it. Yeah, uh, he he seemed to be under the impression that Porky asking him to help, and then he was like, "Ah, oh, well, I don't need to put up with this once my social security comes in." So, whether he's there, so is he there as an employee? Uh, he must be getting something out of it. Maybe it's just free room and board for being uh, sub. Given a bone, and he put it in a safe and put it underground, and said, "None of that share the wealth stuff for me." Yeah. So, are, are bones used as currency? Maybe amongst the dogs. Maybe. Because why else, why else would you put it in it a self-centered, a quite capitalist. Mm. And like that might explain why we see dogs in positions of... like In the higher up positions yeah. in society, maybe yeah, they're just a bit more ruthlessly capitalist. Yeah, it would... Uh, because it's definitely not a full-on socialist utopia. It's definitely like... It's just, you know, it's it's still a capitalist society. It's just... With a heavy social welfare, yeah. I mean, system. It, it, again, he did seem quite, quite keen. And he was to quite just, pro on the social work, yeah, welfare. Yeah, yeah he, he seemed quite keen to get that. But he also he didn't want to share to what he dollar. had. Yeah. yeah, it was this bone's mine because it's mine. I'm not sharing it, but I want a share of that money that could be mine. Yeah, so uh, maybe dogs are just more ruthlessly. You know, the money is mine. It's all mine. Yeah, uh, which is odd because I mean that that fits more in like a. More for a cat than it does for a dog. I haven't seen a lot of cats. No, I haven't. I'm just talking about cats in general. We'll yeah. see. What they, we'll see what they're like. I'm sure. There's got yeah in time to come. Uh, but yeah, not not particularly hugely informative. That fella. We're back on Porky and Daffy now in the creatively named Porky and Daffy <laughs> from August sixth, nineteen thirty eight, which is where. Which is like because because Porky Spring Planting was only two days after Cinderella and um, Egghead leapt out of the Toon World. Uh, I'm calling this as the earliest time they could have jumped back in. Yeah, so they might make a little cameo appearance in the background. We've got we're going to keep a sharp eye on this. Sharp eyes because then if, also like if they've jumped out and we saw it, we should be able to see them jump back in. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, as soon as we're not sure it's happening in the same theatre, and I guess we're not, that's the theory we've been working mm. on, um, as soon as we we drop that idea, then there's always the chance that, you know, we won't see it, because we're watching from the perspective of one portal. Yes. And there could be another going on that they could have let back in through. We don't know what kind of ability they have. No, we don't. Like to open and close those portals. That is concerning. Well, that, I think the only thing that's going to answer those questions is to continue watching Looney Tunes. I think we do it. Let's okay. see, let's see if we see them jump back in. Okay, you're looking for Porky and Daffy from August sixth, nineteen Right, so Daffy's taken his trouser test. He has, and him and Porky are now mates. Well, yeah. at least they work together. Yeah, like, like, it's it's happened pretty fast. But yeah. He's taken his trouser test, they're not feuding anymore. Po- possibly it was the, um, you know, Daffy thought, right, I need to take my trouser test. 
who do I know who's part of that world? And he's went up to Porky and went, look, we've had our differences, like, but I need to take my trouser test. Do you think you can help me? And Porky's like, well, you so need the a last job. Time we saw, the last time we saw Daffy was, it was Quacko, was it? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he, he thought, the ruse of my little tin can hat has gone on long enough. Yeah. I need to take my trouser test. Time to take the trouser test. And he did. And he's obviously asked Porky for help. Porky's given him a job. Well, Porky, I think, is chancing it. Trying to be managed. a fight manager. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know in the last episode we thought that uh, that chicken might have been the chicken before, from before. And it still could be. Yeah. But um, this chicken looks considerably like. Considerably like the chicken who ate a load of spinach and became mighty in Porky's garden. Yeah. And, and this now, chicken is massive. Now strong. he's massive. So he's strong. he's got but obviously got a spinach habit. If we take Porky's spring planting to be only a short while after Porky's yeah. garden, and he's he's been eating spinach, telling the other chickens not to do it, because obviously, like you know, I, I think it's mostly going to be chickens of boxing because it's cockfighting, right? Yes, exactly. So he's been telling the other chickens not to do it he's been getting massive because he like knows the spinach age. he knows the Popeye secret you get you eat a load of spinach you get big so he's massive now yeah and Porky gets Daffy a fight fighting this giant chicken fella yeah as the because he's like world champion yeah world champion boxer and so. Daffy wins in the end he does and, and I think Daffy is very fast becoming one of my favourite characters yeah I'm glad he's, he's just, I'm glad he's in he's just um, great like but it's interesting to see, like, he's passed his trouser test. Yeah. But he seems perfectly happy to use his toon powers. I think that's because he's he's mental. Yeah. So he just does not care. Not, not two shits given. No. I not think, I think it, took, it will have taken him quite a few goes to get his trouser license. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. To pass that test. Times. Yeah. Now, he found it a few times with some significant majors. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And a lot of minors. Possibly some bribing gone on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't deserve his trousers. No, he's earned, but he's earned he, his trousers. He is. He's in. He is mental. Which is why he just blatantly uses his tomb pose. But it also it. might be part of his boxing persona. It's yeah, like... the savage. You know, and in the blue corner, the savage. Yeah. Daffy <laughs> Duck. He comes giggling out. <laughs> and he, yeah, he comes out giggling. Hooting. Hooting. Like, yeah. just sort of scooting around on that invisible tricycle or whatever he said it was. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're buds now. Uh, they've won. So presumably Porky's going to be at least in the money we're paying for a while. Get a little bit of cash. Um, he's, got a, he's got a seemingly a friend. Yeah. Like, which is which is nice for me. It'd be nice to see if, they, if that feud comes back up again. Hopefully yeah. it won't. Or if we see some envy from Gabby Goat. Oh, Gabby. We haven't seen Gabby in a while. Yeah. Because it would appear that Daffy has just taken up that slot of And I think he's a good friends. fit. Yeah, he's a good no, fit yeah, I think that slot. Yeah, I think he works really well. Because he'll be up for Porky's more hair-brained ideas. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't seem as angry as Gabby does Daffy. No, he seems well up for it all the time. Yeah. He's game for a laugh. Yeah. Unless he's asleep. Yeah, then you just have to hit a pot over his head. Hit a pot over his head and that gets him up fighting. Yeah. Ready to go. Mind you, that did that to the chicken. Yeah, I wonder if Daffy might be as Daffy as he is because that's his standard wake up, wake up scheme. But what I'm thinking is maybe that pot thing works on anybody. You can Daffy them right up. So you want to get somebody up. 
sting, put over the head, whack it. They they'll get be away, but they'll be daffy. They get daffy, and the more that happens, the more daffy they are. And he's just done it. Once he's just times. yeah, he's just had it. That's that was how his parents got him up in the morning. Maybe, but then that implies a sentience on his parents' part. <sighs> yeah, or maybe an owner. Or basically, I think it's happened to him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there's also the implication, possibly, that uh, like the guy just gets up and is that daffy because he's kind of punch drunk. Maybe daffy just gets into a lot of these situations. He's he's just been hit a lot. Yeah, maybe, maybe daffy just rubbed off on him. He so wouldn't be surprised. He does bounce around on his head a lot as well. Mm, that's got to affect you. I reckon he's just punch drunk essentially, just constantly. Yeah. So maybe if there's an episode where Daffy kind of just chills out for a bit, doesn't get hurt, maybe he just turns a bit more normal. Maybe. Oh, censored curtain. Oh shit! Yes. Censored curtain. Uh, in the middle of this, like the big chicken guy um, decides that what he's about to do, Daffy Duck, is just you know should not be seen. Should not be seen. Which is odd considering the amount of violence we've seen yeah. that hasn't been covered. This seems like an odd time to go. Ooh, and we were looking. We were this. looking for any fourth wall breaks. We were looking for any opportunities for uh, Cinderella and Egghead to come back in through the to portal. Make their return. And there is a period of this cartoon where they pull this blind down. And it says censored, and anything could have happened. Yeah, during we that do time. not know what happened. So. It's, it's not, not definitely what happened. No, but it's, but it's perfectly a good possible. opportunity. It's and a very good like, opportunity. we were looking for anything suspicious yeah. in this episode. But and that, that would was mean suspicious that, enough. That would me. mean that that chicken knew what he had to be doing, which, as we discussed, may I, lead to a, a, there might be a committee to I think deal with yeah, probably rogue some tunes. Sort of, pro- probably some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of agency, some sort of yeah. bureau that basically, you know. Like the tunes can go around if they lies they wish, but if their service is needed to to rectify a some tunes on the run yeah. situation, the LTB, the they go look. Two of our own are stuck out there, and we need to bring them home without raising too much alarm. So this is what you're going to be doing. Yeah, and I don't think many tunes you're are going suggesting to that that fight was staged. Well, I think. I don't think that the fight was staged, but I think it was just used as an opportunity. He was told that at some point, like, because they'd be pretty, they'd be pretty sure that the chicken guy was going to win, right? Never thought so. So he's going to just at some point, like when you when you've got the upper hand and nothing can go wrong, you need to pull down, pull down the big curtain, the big curtain, and you no, know, because we need to get these tunes back home. Interesting. So yeah, I think I think this is why, you know. I think I think I think they're back in now, and I think this is why those like historical events in our world dip off at this yeah, point. Yeah, just kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, but you know, had a hairy sort of week, ten days there. Wouldn't it just? Um, but they're glad to get them back. Well, I don't know because Egghead's a piece of work, really, isn't he? And uh, I think we'll find that out in the next Egghead episode. <laughs> but I'm not going to me- I'm not going to mention it now because uh, the next one is uh, Holy Smoke. Uh, that's Holy. W H O L Y. It's a it's a solo Porky number, uh, and uh, we're going to check that out. Holy smoke! August twenty seventh, nineteen thirty eight. <laughs>
Okay. A bit of an insight into Porky's childhood there. Yeah. A full-on anti-children smoking episode. Yeah. Which is not what I really expected. No. From from that era, to be honest. I mean, I I knew there would be kind of anti-kids smoking, but it's quite blatant. Yeah, made a big deal of it. Mm, Um, Real big deal. So, young Porky... We're not given a date, but he's no. going to Sunday school. He comes downstairs. His mum, she's got a, quite a thick accent. Yeah. So, Porky, some sort of immigrant family. It would seem so. Um, his dad didn't know in the previous episode. Dad. So, possibly his mother's just... Maybe just his mother. Yeah. yeah. Possibly just the mother. Um, but yeah, he's going to Sunday school. Uh, he's given a nickel to put in the collection in church. Yeah. Um, on the way there, he sees... Uh, a kid dog. Yeah. Who we're presuming is Dirty Diggs. He definitely seemed very Dirty Diggs-esque. And he's uh, he's smoking away. Yeah, he's chugging on a big cigar, doing plenty of smoke tricks. Some yeah. Tr- some pretty some impressive ones. Shoes, yeah. Like, throws those round the fire hydrant, then smoke target, smoke yeah. arrow through Smoke there. duck. Smoke duck. Which flies off. Uh, and Porky bets that he can do just as well. Yeah. Well, Porky starts off as a don't you know what happens to like kids who smoke, and uh, but he gets goaded into this competition, and Porky does pretty well at the smoke trick. He does pretty good. He does bet his nickel, and Dirty Diggs just takes his nickel and walks off while Porky's practicing. Yeah. Um, then Porky uh, gets you know into a tobacco. Well, he gets into some sort stone? of weird tobacco induced, <laughs> you know, Dream state. Yeah. Uh, and he finds himself in a cigar shop. Yeah. And is greeted by a weird looking character, Nicotine. Nicotine. Yeah. Um, he shrinks him. He shrinks him. And they have a walk around the cigar shop. And it's sort of a musical number. And he basically pumps Porky full of smoke. Yeah. There's some questionable tobacco. bits during that. Uh, yeah. But uh, all the cigars and things are coming to life. Uh, there's some. Uh, they really go for it on the uh, racial stereotyping yeah. front. <clears throat> you know, there's Havanas with sort of sombreros dancing yeah. around. A and pipe cleaner dips his Indian head into ones. a yeah. pipe, cleans it, and then pulls out and Comes he's got out and he's full blackface. blackface. And he's singing uh, the matches, full yeah. blackface, they're singing. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty iffy on that front, uh, which is interesting, like, having had a couple of pretty tame episodes on that front while Egghead was... Out, out of it, and now he's back in. <laughs> now we're straight back. back in. Yeah, straight back in with that. I think an egghead's but, a bad influence, but mostly it seems like well, it's a pretty, it's a well, not standard episode, but like you know, it doesn't, it hasn't thrown many questions into no. the mix. No, no. Uh, we found out a bit about Porky's, uh, Porky's family, uh, but apart from that. Not a great deal. No, um, uh, there, there wasn't a lot going on. We know why of... he doesn't smoke. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's a bad, he had a bad, a bad experience with nicotine. Yeah, um, but even though we assume that that was dream state, yeah, but yeah, well, it's it was, enough, it was a bad experience for him. Yeah, um, but yeah, speaking of Egghead being back in and uh, you know rocking the boat again in his sort of strange racist way, I'm not looking forward to. And I'm sorry to tell you, Cal, that it's a triple it's Cal a triple Cal episode. These Cal guys Howell, are Cal Dalton, um, as watched by Cal the, Noble. The title doesn't lead us to think it's going to be very good, but that doesn't mean that's not. So, 
I'd read it slightly different, and I think it's still what they're going for, but I read Aladdin Baghdad, but I didn't notice they were linked together, so it's Aladdin. It's going to be an Aladdin yes. bit. Egghead gets around the historical uh, things. He did he, a Wild Westy one. He did. He well, did. I'm thinking he's many just cruising one. about those, those, those human, those, those human towns that are just in, you know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, although I wish we didn't have to. Uh, we're about to watch something called Aladdin Baghdad. Yeah. It's not in the Censored Eleven lot, so... It's not Censored Eleven, so uh, here we go. <laughs> Aladdin Baghdad, August 27th, 1938. Watch along. I don't want to do this alone. No. <laughs> no, no. We're in it together. <laughs> we're all in this thing together. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so Egghead is back, possibly, yeah. sort of. It doesn't seem like the same Egghead. So, previously he was on his transition towards Elmer Fudd, mm. but he's kind of seemed like a different guy again every time since that. Yeah. Now, I think this is kind of supportive of my earlier Egghead theory, which is that Egghead is sort of just what happens every time an egg has one of those moments. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of almost their own species. Yeah. And I think, like, so we've seen animals gain and maintain that sentience and we've seen sort of sentient inanimate objects but yeah, we've never like seen like a full on like doing walking, talking, thinking yeah. inanimate object uh, with the exception of egghead. Now I think like the egg yeah. Like a sort of interesting middle ground between a creature and an inanimate object. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which occasionally has those stressful so allows it to hold, but it can't maintain it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Egghead escaped to our world and perished, possibly leaving only Cinderella going back into the universe. It's possible that he got here and turned into an egg. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just broke. maybe it just turns back into an egg. Maybe yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. We've yet to see it in the Tooniverse, and I don't know that we're going to because I think the last egghead is reasonably soon. Yeah, I think so. Um, the other thing, uh, so th- this was basically an Aladdin story. Yeah. So it's yet another human settlement where people are living out a living out a you know a, fantasy a life. fantasy old timey dream. We've had the medieval one. We've had the wild westy one. Yeah. No. Uh, all take place in 1938. We've now got a sort of. Uh, Arabian Nights sort of vibe. Fantasy land. Um, and With yeah, magic. it's basically the Aladdin story, but magic is what magic. I forgot Actual to raise. Magic, I forgot yeah. to raise magic when we watched Cinderella, Cinderella. meets Fella. Because that was another egghead one. Another egghead one. And uh, there was the fairy godmother in that. Mm. Now, I know it's interesting to try and draw that line between what is like a tune ability and what is magic. But... I think there is a line. It's well, just hard I mean, to explain. They, well, they, they seem to identify the line. Like, they, they, they seem to be, you know, she had a magic wand. Yeah. It was a magic lamp. Like, they seem to be identifying it. And it wasn't just... Yeah, it's your fairy godmother. Like, yeah. magic wand, magic lamp. Yeah. Only like, things like, like, like you know... But, like, magic... because I, but I think, like, you recognise what's magic. Yes. And what's, what's identified. Yes, yeah. But I don't know that I could... 
explain hard and fast. No, no, we, we, we'd, we'd struggle to have a list of magic in one column yeah. and a list of tomb powers because they do kind of cross over. But, but it's just the it's... way they manifest. But what's interesting is we've not seen any magic in the animal the animal side. No, side. It, it's uh, it's the manifesting it's in the human townships. So possibly it's just more common there, and their tomb powers maybe lead more towards the magic side of things. Maybe, but we have seen humans use tune powers. Mm. Like, so in Injun Trouble and uh, in Porky the Fireman one, we've seen humans use what are definitely tune powers. Like, yes. They didn't gain a magic so, item and no. do something magical. They so the, just so, did stuff. So they do have tune powers, um, but magic does definitely seem to be a separate, separate, and, very separate. And, and significantly more powerful. Yeah, like it's very much like altering the world state. Yeah, which is interesting considering how fucked up the world state is in the, yeah. the place anyway. But no one seems shocked by magic. No, no they ignore no, this. They seem yeah. happy to find it. Yeah, they just about, like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Like, yeah, that, that's a thing. No, it's interesting, but that's definitely that's definitely an interesting line because we haven't seen any magic in the in the animal sort of society no it's all it's all cropping up in these human colonies but again maybe it's a maybe it's a taboo maybe it's a and potentially yeah, or, potentially. or maybe it's something that has ri- arisen in the human colonies mm. well that's it we, we need to kind of see a an episode set in the past where magic is happening because at the moment we've only seen it twice yeah we don't know if it's surges in and out like we don't really know we don't know if we're dealing with a uh like the weave, mm. like it's like sometimes it's peaking. Yeah, be interesting. Well, uh, I'm sure we will find out. I'm sure there's going to yeah. be plenty more magic, and hopefully, less and less egghead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every egghead is another egg trying to manifest and maintain. Yeah. And that a one, sentience. that one egghead that we and saw. And at some point, it'll be Almafud, and I think we're, I think we'll have to roll on the idea that. He was the one that made it. Yeah, he he achieved full. He managed to maintain it, and he became essentially human. Yeah, it's a real, real Pinocchio story. Wonder what kind of eggs they are. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's the difference. Mm. Maybe if they're just chicken eggs, or was there anything else in the Aladdin episode that? uh, It was mainly just sort of a lot of Aladdin stuff in a row, really. Yeah. Yeah, there, there wasn't there wasn't really a lot to kind of to say other other than the magic set side of it. There wasn't a lot which I think affects yeah. the world at all. Like, no, I mean, yeah, it's it, as you say. Like, main nice, main take homes nice. from that episode are that there is magic as well yeah. as tune powers, and it and is a different thing. The eggheads we've got, we are rolling with the fact that they are different eggheads, different eggs. Yeah, different eggs being used as well. Yeah, piloting with Pil- piloting, but where are they getting these bodies from? Who's manufacturing them? I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't know. It's something inert. It's a, it, like it's something. Well, they just do something innate. It's uh, it's it's something they just. The first thought of an egg. So I'm going to, to make myself to get that together. Yeah, but how do they make the body? No hands. I don't know. They've got. There's got to be somebody doing it for them. Maybe. A, a like a proper uh, Geppetto yeah sort of character for eggheads yeah. I can't remember what the proper name for Geppetto is in the Pinocchio story. It's something ridiculous, really long. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing for you. All right. I like Geppetto. That'll do. 
Uh, okay, next up then, it's another egghead number, so maybe we will, uh, maybe we'll find out. Oh, egghead. Uh, uh, is this Tex everyone? It is a Tex everyone. so, uh, get your racism hats on. Mm. Uh, it's called A Feud There Was, and it was released in September 24th, 1938. Uh, and we'll see what that can tell us yeah. about this whole egghead situation. Oh, more eggheads. So, to some extent, we've got Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah. Egghead He's still was, clearly an egghead. Yeah, he, he was riding. Um, he was riding a little horse and cart, uh, or truck, or whatever the hell it was. But it said Elmer Fudd, peacemaker on the side. Yeah, and he was quite well spoken in this. Yeah, one. very well spoken. So we've got to we've got to presume right that this is the egghead that becomes Elmer Fudd. This specific one. Yes, it would seem so. He's calling himself Elmer Fudd. Yeah, it also seemed a bit more. Um, Contemporary, the place he was, like it was still all humans, but like, yeah. you know, it didn't seem super old timey. It just no. seemed rural. Yeah, they, they, um, they were just in the outback. So, yeah, so it's basically just these two feuding families uh, fighting one another. That it, like I don't know what they're shooting each other with because no one seems to die. I'm assuming rubber bullets. Um, yeah, from the way they bounce off. Uh, Egghead or Elmer's hide (laughs) off his back Um, but yeah it's interesting because yeah Egghead in this one he's yeah he's quite well spoken he's pretty chill um, and in the end he he beats them all all up when they try to attack him um, except one guy. Except one guy who escapes into the audience early on as a sort of flanking manoeuvre. Yeah. And he doesn't get back in at the end of the cartoon. No, so. no, no. It, the, the, the dark the dark closes in and he does not, as far as we know, nip in through it. Yeah, so he we can pops only assume Elmer at the end. Stayed. Elmer turns around shocked. It closes. Yeah, we only assume he stayed But in maybe his shock, because previously when he was shot in the buttocks, mm. he didn't turn around all shocked. He just went, no, oh, that's happened. This time he turned around shocked. And I think it's because he realises what's... Oh shit, another one's got out. Yeah. You know what we need to do? Stop flicking back through the history and see what I happened. I think we need to have a look. <laughs> see what happened. What was the next earliest time he could have got in? Um, uh, October 8th. So, Oh no, no. Oh no. Ah, oh, He could have got in he'd gone, the same He'd gone day. back in the same day. Porky and Wacky Land. Same there day. Go. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why it didn't have that much of an impact. Maybe he cause... didn't mean to. He didn't mean to escape. It's yeah. shut, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And then maybe they went. That's the that. bonus feature, Porky yeah, and Wacky that's, Land. That's, that's just why to get him there's back another in. one out as that quickly. Yeah. Why would they like? You don't release two on the same day. That's nah, a normal. That's, that's, that's not daft. a normal thing to do. And look how long the wait between that one and the next one. Anyway. Yeah, that was clearly meant to sit somewhere in between, but yeah. they needed it. They needed it out. So I, I reckon it's shot, and I reckon the screen just came back on, and it was yeah. Porky and Wacky and Land. People were in the theater going, "What? Oh, where's that?" And they from? all took their seats again. Yeah, and he you know, jumped through, jumps back in. 
Maybe that... Do you know that screen that we get at the start, that Merry Melodies thing? Yeah. Maybe that's more accessible. Maybe that's like the sensor. I think you can get in there, but I think you'd see some... Because it's the circle, right? Thank you. Yeah, you're right, and you'd see some... It's like, it's like what Porky does at the end. Yeah. Like, he normally burst out a drum in the middle, but like, uh, but Bugs used to pop out of that thing. And yeah, he used say, to hold it up, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know why we haven't noticed this before. Well, I, I thought we noticed this before, but I just didn't know they could get right out of it. So, well, yeah. I mean, I think... You think he got, I think I think he got back in the same the working day. It theory so. has to be that he hopped back in the same day. Um, do we want to check Porky and Wacky Land quickly? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's do it. In that case, still September twenty fourth, nineteen thirty eight. Porky and Wacky Double Land. Double feature day. Double feature. <laughs> Load of horse shit. Bullshit. They're trying to pull the ball over our eyes. Cal. Bullshit episode. That 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 did not need to happen. That was so uh, nonsense from start to finish. First up, we're pretty sure they got the escape to. Oh crap! Next one. That's <laughs> uh, quite enough. Quite enough of that shenanigans. <laughs> we are pretty sure that they got the tune back in during the title sequence of that one because for the yeah. first time, someone's walked out. In front of the title card. Yeah. And it throws the paper up, but it covers the screen. It does cover like, the screen. So just like the censored curtain. So it's way ahead. It's just like the censored curtain. Yeah. That's getting and ample space for allow the guy to get back in. The episode that follows is a nonsense. Yeah, from start to finish. Like I mean, the the last three minutes, maybe there was some level of coherent sense as to what they were it doing. It really felt like they just tried to pull it together on the spot. Yeah. Like, it's like... Fuck, we'll do it live. Yeah, just get all the two quick, wanted, get, get all in, the screen. Get all in. It was mainly just one long panning shot from left to right of a load of weird nonsense. Yeah, just absolute incoherent bullshit. nonsense. And they sort of started to get it together at the end. It's just, and then there was a chase scene. And then there was a chase scene, which just let them reuse the background a lot. Yeah. They took a long time over a lot of things. Like It's, it's like presenting cheap. the dodo and it's nine fucking doors in a yeah. row. And it's like... They, it was filler. This, this was a hastily... Scrape together mm. scheme by whatever committee they have for yeah. the the retrieval of escape tunes who after the events of only a couple of weeks previously are on high alert. They're not letting one be out for no. two weeks. I mean again. the thing is is like I don't look, as we said earlier, I don't think that guy meant to get out. I don't think he intended yeah. to get out. So yeah, he, he was, he, he was happy didn't... to get in at the earliest opportunity. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I think it took Cinderella and Egghead Getting out a while to realise the havoc they're wreaking mm. by being out. I mean, Egghead supposedly fell apart anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think he did. Yeah. I think he collapsed. And yeah, Cinderella was the one who returned. Um, but yeah, so we've got yeah, we've got we've got some sort of governmental agency. Must be uh, that is tasked with the stuff. retrieval of escaped tombs. Yeah. And they're currently in high alert. They're getting back the they same do day. Anything they literally just whack anything on the yeah. screen to make it seem like a production. But actually, all they needed was that second to put out the paper. Yeah. But if they'd just done that, it would have looked fishy. Everyone would go, "What was that bit at the end? Yeah, why did why did they just come up and they censored something and then it turned off? People would question, you see. So they just went, uh, so they probably phoned it in. They're just like, okay, what have we got? Uh, A bit of everything. Okay, what should we call it? Well, Porky in, I don't know, Wacky Land. Okay, right, right, that. Crazy. 
It's a creepy. <laughs> you read it crazy. And it was just a load of filler bollocks. I'm not taking any of that episode to mean much about their world. No. Other than it's got they've got that agency. That exists. agency exists. And they they will go to great lengths. Yeah. Especially after a, an event such as the escape of Egghead and Cinderella. Yeah. Wow. So that's I'm, a good place to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad we took it slightly off. further this week to to because yeah. I wouldn't have wanted that to sit over till next week. No, it would have been too much. I'd have been looking over my shoulder. I'd have been concerned. <laughs> yeah, so there's a tune somewhere. It could be a tune anywhere. Could be. Might be one under the table. I'm not going to look. Nah, don't look. It's not worth looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to. Uh, no, Turn this off now and leave yeah. the room and shut the door. Not look under the table. Not look under the table. Okay, so that's a goodbye from me. And uh, goodbye from me. Yeah, tune in next time for the Space Jam Continuum. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, if you notice anything that we uh, might have got wrong, or uh, any comments, or you just want to say hello, or goodbye, or good evening, or good night, uh, you can contact us on Twitter at TSJCommunity. Or you can drop us an email at the Space Jam Continuum at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.